Welcome everyone to Gen X Moms Take on The Bachelor. Well, The Bachelorette in this case. We are Lisa and Susan. We're moms with five sons between us, ages between 14 and 23. We've been avid Bachelor fans since season one and love to recap our biggest takeaways from the show. We have a fun episode in store for you. We talk a little bit about some Bachelor Nation headlines. This was a big week for everybody. Um, then we'll get into Michelle and her men and then wrap up with our take on the cheesiest moments. And oh boy, were there many. <laughs> Susan, what are some yes. of the big headlines you saw this week? There were so many this week. It was a very Bachelor heavy week in news. First of all, Chris Harrison, who was the host of The Bachelor for many, many years until recently, became engaged to his girlfriend, Lauren Zima, who is a senior producer and host on Entertainment Tonight. They've been together since 2018, and it's been public since 2019. He proposed with a ring from McClave Jewelers, which is interesting because in all these years, he has been friends seemingly with Neil Lane, who's provided the jewelry and rings for every single bachelor and bachelorette. I feel betrayed. That's not right. <laughs> I feel like that's not right. I, I, I wonder if it was a diss to the bachelor people. Maybe. Like, hey, I don't need you, Neil Lane. I've been cut loose. So there you go. Um, I don't know. Anyway, congratulations to Chris and Lauren. Uh, another big news story, huge news story, but maybe it wasn't such a surprise. Katie and Blake broke up. Katie was the bachelorette in the last season and she got engaged to Blake in the last episode. Oh my God. What a shock Said <laughs> no one ever at the end of the season, Blake was like that guy left at the bar after they turned out the lights, like you're drunk enough. So you're like, Oh, this cute guy went home and this cute guy went home and all right, you'll do. Like he was just <laughs> sort of there. Like for sure. I thought she was still in love with Greg and Michael. Remember the single yes. dad who went home early. Um, I loved him. So, well, who knows? Maybe he'll show up on Michelle's season. <laughs> he seemed to show up <laughs> on the last two bachelorettes. Uh, well, we wish Katie all the best of luck, um, but I do not need to see her again on any Bachelor show either. She was awful at the at the end of that season, calling Greg a gaslighter. I am super done with her, so I hope we don't have to see her again. I would like to see Greg again, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Michael. Adorable. I loved both of them. Adorable. I know. They were gone, and she wanted to get engaged, and Blake was standing there with a ring, and she said yes. I no, thank you. don't care for either of them. Speaking of never seeing Katie again... Katie is now doing stand-up, and um, have you read it? Have you heard anything about her stand-up? I did actually. It's funny because I remember when she came on as the Bachelorette, or actually when she was on Matt's season. I was like, you know, she looks like Vanessa Bayer. Do you know who that is? From yes, SNL. And she, she does. reminded me of her. I'm like, oh, she's kind of funny. Um, and then really, I didn't like her at the end. But um, so apparently, she delivered a 10-minute set, and it bombed. So I think she even made comments like, "Somebody take me off this fucking stage." part of my French. Um, I did watch a clip of it and it was about poop. And I guess the rest of it was about sex and masturbation. I'm like, eh, we have teenage boys, right? And in their early twenties, like we hear about that every day. Not so funny. I certainly wouldn't Bye. pay to hear Katie talk about it. That's nope. for sure. Or watch it for free. Um, well, I wish her luck, but I'm never going to her stand-up gig. Nope. Um, another piece of news uh, is Bachelor Live is resuming its tour starting in 2022. Oh, good. Remember we talked about that last week. We actually missed the one in Chicago because of COVID. So I'm glad to hear it's back. Hopefully we can catch it. Didn't we hear though it's in Chicago in two weeks? Two weeks? 
Yeah, oh I have no idea. I think it's soon. I thought and it was over spring break. Oh no, that's oh that is. I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. Uh, Caitlin's having a touring bachelorette party. That's what's in two oh, weeks. Oh yeah, I'm bummed to miss that. All right, well, uh, we actually have a friend going to that, and um, she's going to come on and be um, a reporter at large that we can tell us about it. Yes, I'm sorry, is. I got that mixed up. That's amazing. Um, Bachelor Live, yes. And the interesting thing about Bachelor Live is. Uh, that's where Ryan, if you recall Ryan from last week, note taking forget Ryan. note taking Ryan manifesto Ryan, big old liar Ryan. That's right. um, he was on Bachelor Live in wherever he was from, San yeah, Jose or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, yeah, and our last headline, breaking Bachelor news: James, James in a box, uh, posted a picture with messy hair. Well, isn't that great? The funny thing about that is it actually looked really good. It was a little bit like a pompadour. Um, so maybe that's like when, you know, he's like, oh, my hair is so messy. Like when you go into an interview, right? And they ask about your areas for development and you say, oh, I work really hard. I need to slow down. Like you're full of crap. Right. Your hair looked great. I just thought that was funny. That was even a news, you know, newsworthy uh topic so I it's that funny that funny. in all of paradise every single day he slicked back his hair he did every day and he could have just worn that and looked darling seems like a lot of work but okay james in a box big news yeah big news so that's it i think for our headlines this week lots of fun stuff um so let's go on to michelle so i don't know if you saw this on instagram but michelle posted a picture of her uh with her dad and he was slightly stressed she said with all of the kissing which i thought was kind of funny and i was thinking like with our parenting hat on it would be really weird to see um, but I'd feel more weird if my kid was one of the 30, uh, or maybe if it was Peter, who was super embarrassing. So I don't know. Susan, you have a 23-year-old. Would you rather him be one of 30 contestants on The Bachelor or The Bachelor? That is a really good question. I have been thinking about that. I would not like him to do either if I have my <laughs> brothers. What, but super fan? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But there's... Yes, there's a chance that you come on and you don't even realize, but you are a Peter. But but <laughs> maybe you're a Joe, maybe you're a Nate. I don't know. Um, I don't see my son doing either of those, but I guess it would be nice if he was, I guess I could see him more as a contestant. So I, one of the 30. One of the 30. Yeah. And so who do you think he would be most like? Like, is there anybody that comes to mind that's say, you know, that's sort of his personality, or maybe you he would be a stranger to you and act totally different. You know, that's the thing. He might act completely different. I think of him as uh, maybe a little Romeo guy, oh, I guess. Impressive. He's, he's pretty smart and seems together and not emotional or annoying. But you never know what his edit might be. <laughs> I love that. Hear that, bachelors? <laughs> I don't know. You got a new contestant. Oh, don't even suggest it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. All right. So let's dig into Michelle and the guys. What did you think of the um, first group date? The first group date. That was the date where they went to a classroom and pretended like they were in school. And it was run by three little fifth grade kids that I really thought were actors, but they were cute as can be. Uh, they were definitely were not kids from her classroom. Were they? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. So. Uh, so on this date was Olu, Rick, Will, Peter, Brandon, Romeo, Casey, LT, PJ, and Daniel. Uh, this was cute. They first had a math uh, problem, and it seemed a little harder than I would have thought. I don't think I thought they were going to do two plus two, but it was 
maybe a little bit harder. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I would have been able to figure that out under pressure. And it was amazing to me how um, lacking these boys were in math skills. Many of them got it wrong. I don't know how much time they had. I don't know if they were nervous. Maybe if someone gave me that math problem and I was super nervous on national television, I would have gotten it wrong too. But um, is she really looking for a math genius? I don't well, know. Maybe she's got Romeo, who is a math major at Harvard. As he told us. Yeah, yes. as he told us. Although I have to tell you, it was really nice because the last time somebody said that they were, you know, I don't know if he was a math major at Harvard, but Bennett uh, went to Harvard and then he did one of these classroom style challenges and he was horrible he got everything oh, yeah. wrong and here he was bragging about himself oh, so gosh. at least Romeo was able to talk the talk or walk the walk um I yeah Bennett was, was on the Claire and Tasha season uh -huh. I believe and he was really annoying and I couldn't wait for him to be kicked off and I wondered if Harvard called ABC and said <laughs> could you can we submit another candidate because that one didn't make us look very good exactly he was bad yes Romeo definitely did fine on the math then they moved to of spelling. And the interesting thing about spelling was Brandon can't spell a word. They weren't the easiest words, though. I didn't think. I mean, protein. Don't these guys all take protein powder? You would think they would know <laughs> that word. You would recognize the label of what they have. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. funny that one of the words was entrepreneur. And Peter, who we can talk about in a minute, Ugh. Peter had to draw a picture of pizza because he is all about pizza and being Italian and whatnot. And I thought it was funny that one of the kids said, Oh, I didn't even know it was a pizza. Now we're we've been watching the show, and he's talking about running a pizza parlor and being Italian ad nauseum. So it was just funny that a kid said, "I didn't even know that was a piece of pizza. I thought it was an ice cream cone without the ice cream." Yeah. Well, she hated him. I mean, every how could time you not? He would, I know he was horrible. Every time he would talk, she would roll her eyes. I love that one part where he like was holding up that heart, going, "Michelle, Michelle," and she goes leave her alone. Like, I love this girl. I mean, every comment out of her mouth, I thought was so spot on. Um, but my favorite yes. part of that challenge was Will, when they yes. said spell narcissist and Will held up Peter. I was like, yes, thank you. Because it's so true. And Peter was so yes. surprised. He was making comments that night. Like, I was so far ahead of everybody. Like, I was really shining that night. And I was thinking to myself, like, one, you have no self-awareness, um, which is an issue, right? And two, like, calm down because you're making yourself look like an idiot. I mean, every challenge, musical chairs, he was pushing everybody out of the way, right? Every single challenge, he failed at chemistry in more ways than one, right? He was the <laughs> yes. only one that didn't make his, yes. right, his project. The little girl said, you were supposed to follow the, she said, he said, how do I do this? It didn't work. Did I do something wrong? And she said, you were supposed to follow the instructions. Exactly. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she was hysterical. I'm like, you, my friend, can be a host at some point of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Um, she was awesome. So let's talk about the after party. Yes. The after party was at um i'm sorry peter did he talk to her yes he did he was very braggy he just thought he was the greatest thing ever i didn't love him and the <laughs> other thing i was wondering like what's up with the bachelor fashion <laughs> like did will stand in front of his closet and say this tiger shirt is going to blow her away he reminds me actually a little bit of did you ever see the movie the birdcage yes um robin <laughs> robin williams partner played by hank azaria for some reason he reminds me a little bit of him that is a really funny assessment yes yeah. he, i did not care for will i wondered since both okay so there was a fight between peter and will that stemmed from that narcissist comment and they 
kind of went at it. And I thought it was interesting that they both were wearing such colorful, obnoxious shirts. It was almost like they knew they were going to be singled out. They're colorful and, oh and obnoxious. God. The two things I loved about that moment, one was she was talking to Olu on the couch yes. and talking about his quiet confidence. And he was saying how not to be a jerk. And then juxtaposition right. behind was the guys, guys being fighting, a jerk. Like you could hear really loud. So I listened to um, Bachelor Happy Hour podcast and they had Michelle on and she was talking about that moment. And they asked her, why, you know, didn't you think this was obnoxious? Wasn't this wrong? And she was like, actually, the guys are very loud in general. So it didn't even stand out to me, which oh, I thought was interesting. really interesting. Yeah. So that was her comment. But I was watching them. I'm like, this is the Bachelorette meets Jersey Shore. Like, when is Snooki going to pop out and be like, <laughs> you know, her drunken self? It was such a bizarre, I mean, not bizarre because they always fight. But the two of them, I was just like, ugh, neither of you are impressive. Well, Peter would fit nicely into Jersey Shore. <laughs> yes, he would. So I thought it was interesting and kind of pathetic that Peter was so upset about being called a narcissist, which was exactly as I would describe him, someone who, um, you know, thinks they're better than everyone else, of course. But no self-awareness. None right? like whatsoever. He, he thought he was the doing great and that he was killing it. it. It means that you think you're better than everyone else, but he thought it meant that he was the only one there or something. He didn't even understand what the word meant. So he shouldn't have been too, too impressed, too upset. Um, what about Rick? Rick got interviewed. He did. Actually, I um, I loved his Mad Libs that he created. I thought that was really creative. I would say, like, she even said this, Michelle, on the other podcast that, you know, he had the best entrance. I definitely think he's so creative. But I have to be honest, he looks like the worst kisser on earth. I was so <laughs> grossed out watching it. I was like, I'm so sorry. Especially when you see some of the other ones later and you're like, oh, that looks much more like believable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She seemed to really like him, though. He seems so earnest and sweet. I would say you, I couldn't help but root for him. Oh, I really like him too. I just um, would never want to kiss him. So. And then he said something afterwards that I saw, thought was so, so lovely. He said, it's remember he got kind of emotional in his little one-on-one -on -one interview or whatever that he said, it's been so long since I felt like this. And he seemed like he was sort of choking up. Which yeah. Was so sweet. He probably was. Seems like a really good guy. I like him so much better than entree week or whatever he was last week. <laughs> I liked him last week though, too. Yes. Um, he yeah, was, was okay. Just getting back to Peter, um, the one-on-one -on -one time he had with Michelle, you know, she, I appreciated her calling him out, saying he sounded aggressive, like what would happen if he's in that moment with her. He was saying it was out of character, but I don't really believe that. So she told him to take a minute and center himself. I'm like, good for you. Well, I thought it was ironic that he was in this uh, group date and there were fifth grade kids there and he you think he'd just do everything he could to act mature. And he acted younger than a fifth grader. And I'm sure she's a teacher. She deals with young kids all the time. She had to have been annoyed by him. He just seemed so immature. But on the other hand, I was trying to put myself in his shoes. And I think he actually thought bragging about what he's doing would impress everybody. And like, I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own pizza place. Like to a kid, he's probably like, they must think that's so cool. But all of his actions were not good. So, uh, so group date Rose went to Brandon. I think Rick thought he was getting it for sure. Um, he did. He yeah. looked very disappointed. Yeah. So, um, so that was fun. I mean, I thought all in all, um, you know, other than the fight and the annoying, I thought it was an entertaining date and she seemed pretty happy after that. It was very cute. So moving on to Jamie. So Jamie yes. gets the one-on-one -on -one date. I know we were sort of back and forth a little bit on Jamie last week. What did you think of this date? 
well, I look like a date. I was glad I wasn't on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not a climber? Well, it looked, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, the thing about the date, it was so strange. Jamie just, you know, you could. I felt like I was liked him, then I didn't, then I liked him again, then I felt sorry for him. I don't know. He was. I was all across the board with him. Um, he was great on the date. I think he was very encouraging. He apparently loves climbing, but this is just on the heels of when he finds out he's selected for the date. I thought that he didn't have the right attitude. I don't know. What did you think of that? He's. What do you mean by that? He says. I don't know. Is she right for me? If we don't click, there's no reason to move forward. He was just questioning everything oddly that we just don't normally see on The Bachelor. He was saying, I don't know if I'm going to like her. I'm like, you never really hear that. So that's not how I took it. I think okay. when he said it, my take on it was that he was basically saying we're interviewing each other. You know, I like her but she has to be comfortable with my lifestyle. He made some comment of like, you know, I trek off to a third world country is on a day's notice. She needs to be comfortable with that lifestyle. And if she's not, we need to know this now. So I totally see where you're coming from. And actually, I think a lot of people on social media felt the same way that you did. He just was like, well, there's a whole other I guess it was just there, his tone or something. Maybe. And remember, Chris G even said, Jamie isn't grateful or thankful? Does he even care that he's here? And that's sort of, I'm not saying you're correct. I do agree with you that it is sort of an interview thing and he has to like her. And we certainly have seen uh, contestants in the past just leave. And usually they just say for various reasons they're leaving. They don't say, um, you know what? I don't like Katie. <laughs> they don't say that. They just leave. <laughs> they didn't know until the end. <laughs> but he really uh, lays it out that he's checking her out too. We're just, I don't feel like I'm used to hearing that attitude. He didn't seem like he cared that question that when he said, I lead a wild life and he didn't know if she was ready to settle. It, it, he doesn't seem like he's ready to settle down. And I can't picture Michelle being a school teacher who we know arranged her taping of the show yeah. around the school year. So she could not leave her, you know, she didn't want to leave her kids in the lurch. I can't see her just jumping on a plane and going to Uruguay like he did. Right. So, or would she be fine if he did it or not? Right. So right. I wouldn't think that he would want, I mean, you'd assume he'd want a partner that would do that together. I hear what you're saying. There were parts of it that I agree with um, and parts of it that I didn't, but I did think the date uh, was great. Like right. once they got on the date, he seemed like a really good guy. He was super supportive. Some interesting things that she said while they were climbing was um, it was refreshing that she was being coached versus doing the coaching and he's not a complainer. And I was like, what kind of guys have you been with? Maybe that's why she's attracted to the ones that I feel like are so much younger seeming because apparently she's always the one that has to be supportive or doing the coaching or she's dealing with complainers. I thought to myself, my God, like, who are you dating? I know. I, I thought when that. she said about him coaching, I was laughing to myself. She's had a lot of references to team being a teammate. Yeah. Or he could be a teammate or he's my coach and, you know, various athletic comments. I thought she's still in the basketball mode. Like, okay, let's move on yeah. from being a basketball player. Well, she and Joe both said like, that's their right. first love, which I thought was interesting. I thought the climbing was cool. They seemed compatible there. And I was very impressed with, well, I don't know how calm they really were, but they seemed pretty calm. Um, but then at the top, when Jamie was talking about his mom and how she committed suicide at age 24, or when he was 24, um, and how he dealt with it, I was also impressed there with some of the comments that he made. Like, you know, it's, 
life is tough. Sometimes we can trick ourselves into believing that this is how it's going to be. But what it's really taught me is that it's never hard forever. You take one more step and you come out of the darkness. I was like, wow, that's a really insightful thing to say and how far he's come in his life. So this is the problem, Susan, right? Like we've got parts of him who are like questionable and we'll get to the, you know, to the end later. Um, And then parts of him who are like this and you're like, my God, he's been through so much and he's got a lot of wisdom and they did have an amazing date. Like she was a smitten kitten. They were really um, feeling each other at the concert and all of that. So, and she had some great, she's really a lovely, kind, comforting person. When he was telling the story uh, about his childhood and with his mother, you couldn't help but feel for him. It just was horrific, frankly. And she, was so nice to him and think you can always talk to me. And it was nice because she was crying, right? Right. She was basically like, I'm so proud of you. Which is interesting because she, usually that's something you say when you really feel like you know someone well, and she obviously didn't know him. She hadn't been around him that long, but you couldn't help but be proud of him that he had gone through that. Yeah. And and survived through it and like just become the person he is. You know, some people don't, don't get there ever. Jamie does take another turn. We will talk about him. He does later. Yeah. The roller coaster that is Jamie, (laughs) the amusement park. So next up, the next group date, which was a basketball group date. And on this date, are we ready to talk about this? Rodney, Martin, Nate, Spencer, Chris G were on one team, uh, the blue team. On the red team, Joe, Pardeep, Chris S, Malik, and Clayton. And the winner of this five on five. Uh, game is going to get to be in the after party with Michelle and the losers have to go back to the hotel. Womp womp. I know. (laughs) So I love the state. I think the first thing, well, first of all, basketball is her first love, like we talked about. Um, And she said, you can learn a lot about someone when they're out on the court, which I think is so true. Um, A lot of their characters came out. Um, What I thought was really interesting is that in 2011, Joe was named Minnesota Mr. Basketball. Like that's a really big deal. And then she made the comment that she was Minnesota Miss Basketball, but the runner up, but kind of cool that it was the same year. I have a feeling being runner-up is extremely big deal uh, as yeah, well. Think. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I'm very impressed. Some of the other comments I thought were great. Well, first of all, I love that she's calling Rodney Granny Smith. She's like, "There you go, Granny Smith." That and correct then, me out. Yes. And then the sportscaster was like, "Pradeep couldn't hit the water if he fell out of a boat." <laughs> that was very funny. I like that their jerseys had their names on both sides because then I, I thought about it as I was watching. I thought, "Oh, this is great. I can actually tell everyone apart." But it's probably helpful to Michelle, too. I think so, too, when you've got that many guys. I sort of feel that way when our kids are, you know, out on the baseball field. I'm like, thank goodness there's names on the back of the jersey. So, you know, who's who you can, like, root for people. So um, I liked Clayton com- Clayton's comment, too, about Joe. Um, you know, he said Joe's really good at basketball, but he's been quiet about his talent, right, which is yes, so appreciated. Sure. And I yes. think Nate called him the silent assassin or someone did. Yes. So it's, you know, that just goes to show he's the polar opposite of someone like Peter super humble, like doesn't like to show off, but like his talent speaks for itself versus Peter who feels like he needs to tell everybody how amazing he is and then like shove them off the seats in musical chairs. I'm never going to be able to think of Peter anymore as not a narcissist. I, um, I thought it was funny that um, Nate, who's six, eight, I think, yeah. was an awful basketball Horrible. player. <laughs> um, she, yeah, yeah, she was, was funny. making comments about that. Like, how can you be that close to the basket and not make it? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? But he owned it, though. He had a good confidence about him. Um, 
yes. So they play, and even with Joe, the red team loses. And, oh, they were losing by a lot. And Michelle goes up to Joe and puts her arms on his shoulders and says, you're Mr. Basketball 2011. You can do it. So she gave him a little pep talk, and then we see him get shot after shot after shot. But they still lose by one point, I think, to the blue team. And um, But she gives the MVP award to Joe. Lisa, have you ever seen an MVP award being given to the losing team? I actually feel like they have done that before, and I can't tell you what season it's on. But you know that she really wanted to be with him. And by yes. the way, he deserved it. Like, he yes. just got stuck on the wrong team. He was definitely the best the one out guy. there. And, like, his old coach had passed away. Like, what oh, an yeah. emotional time for although I don't know if he told her that until the after yes. party which speaking of which it was so hot I could not get over how sweaty the guys were I was looking at them I'm like your foreheads are glistening like if she has to kiss any of them except for Joe and maybe one other one I'm like can they like give them a little touch up or something like makeup you know come in and help these guys out because it was disgusting you would think well Joe in his time with um, Michelle, she he mentions that his old coach had passed away. And again, she was wonderfully comforting and genuine and really was there for him. Joe just seems like the most genuine, non-arrogant, regular guy. I totally, regular Joe, uh, average Joe. I appreciate that too. Uh, he does. He just seems super grounded. They definitely had a strong connection. They talked about how strong their connection is. Like the chemistry is off the charts so soon, which I thought was cute. Then they went to play basketball together uh, in the back. And I just, I love them. I love him. I really hope he goes far. I know people were questioning him and we'll get to some of that in a little bit, but I think he's great. And I think all the guys could see it. I mean, Martin had made multiple comments about it. Like, I, I think he's clearly very insecure. Did you notice when they were sitting on the couch together, she was very touchy with, she's pretty touchy all in all, but she was very touchy with him. Um, that was, she, I could tell, you could tell she really liked him. She was very touchy with Brandon, too. I know. We need to talk about that because I really <laughs> do not understand the connection with him. Like, I'm, I I, know you like him. I just can't figure it out. Well, I like him. I don't know if I like him for Michelle, but we'll see how he how it plays out. Yeah, we can talk about that. So overall, I thought that was a good date. I know Joe got that. I'm sure people were mad because Joe also got the group date rose in addition to the MVP. So they're like, all right, the guy who's not supposed to be here right. comes in, he gets all of this time with her and then Joe gets the rose and Nate's face was everything when she gave him the rose. I was like, <laughs> oh, sorry. So what did you think of Nate in this uh, situation? You know, Nate seems like he just seems like a good guy. I mean, a little bit cocky, but, you know, he seems confident in what they have, which I appreciate. Like he wasn't, you know, kind of going after Joe or going after anybody else. You know, I think he was just That's kind true. of playing his own game. What do you think? He did have some kind of obnoxious comments, which I wrote down because I was surprised because I thought Nate was a super good, you know, a good guy. Well, it's a good guy. It doesn't mean you can't say stuff about people. <laughs> That's true. Well, one, at one, one point he said, not a lot of guys uh, have our connection, which maybe he thought, you know, I could Probably see that. Probably true, actually. They, he go, you go. I think a lot of people think that. You go and you're talking to Michelle and you think you have a great connection and you're super excited about it. You probably walk away saying no one else can have that connection. That's true. So I guess he, okay, we'll give a pass on that. But then he said, not a chance in hell. I'm not getting a rose tonight. So, you know, once someone says that they're not getting the, the rose. ultimate jinx, I know. <laughs> but all, all in all, uh, and we could talk about him later as well. He, 
is sort of mature. Yeah, for sure. I bet when some of these guys watch this back, like Nate, for example, he'll see that conversation she had with Joe and how vulnerable he was and how empathetic she was. And he'll be like, okay, now I understand why he got it. All right. All right so let's talk about the cocktail party. <laughs> yes. The cocktail party. Uh, Rodney. Should we talk so about Rodney? I, that was cute. Okay. I loved this. So she blindfolds Rodney and mm -hmm. gives him an apple taste test. Poor thing is trying to like help the guy out to make, you know, make up for the fact that he did not know that the Granny Smith apple was green. So she puts a gala apple, uh, a Granny Smith apple in a piece of pizza, right? Mm -hmm. Paula, something mm -hmm. like that. So she blindfolds him and he, he takes the bite of the first apple, which is a gala apple. This was absolutely the Granny Smith, 100%. I'm convinced. And meanwhile, it wasn't. I'm like this poor guy. And so then she gives him a bite of, I think it was the Granny Smith apple. And he was like, this is a Fuji apple. And then she gave him pizza and he called it lasagna. I'm like, okay, either this guy's full of crap right. or he's really dumb. I think he was trying to be funny. You Maybe. Do? I don't know. I really am not convinced that he, I think he really thought he was right. I could believe he was confused about the apple since he did not know Granny Smith was green last week. But how do you confuse pizza with lasagna? I don't understand. Isn't pizza crunchy? Yeah, like, but then he was like, oh, yeah, the crust or something at the end. I was like, okay, come on. But then she but was went funny. in to kiss him. And I was like, is that a moment where you feel attracted to someone? I would be like, ha ha, take the blindfold off, have a conversation. <laughs> and like, maybe it evolves that way. But I was like, ew. And he also, I like him. And I think he's funny. And I think he's known to be funny. I think all the guys liked him and everything. But I don't see it with the two of them. What is the deal? What do you think? Well, I, we're going to have to keep our eye on him. I think he's, I liked him a lot better than last week. He looks much better out of the Apple costume. <laughs> and um, I, I like him. All we'll right. see. So I don't know if I could see them together, though. I agree with you, but I did like him a lot. Yeah. So let's talk about the big controversy that oh, came yeah. about. Uh, it starts with Jamie having a conversation with a few other guys. And he says that he doesn't think that they're all coming. They're all, they didn't all start from the same vantage point. And he's referring to Joe because he thinks that Michelle and Joe had some sort of relationship before the show starts. What do you think of that? Yeah. So it was interesting because you saw a couple conversations. So Martin was obsessed with Joe. Clearly Jamie was obsessed with Joe, but some of the guys like Spencer said, he doesn't want to waste time talking about it. It was interesting. They weren't stirring up the drama. We need Aaron in there, right? To rally oh, everybody against him. For sure. Uh, and so then he went into Michelle and he said, all of the guys were talking about it. I think he said something like he got information from a friend in Minnesota that she was already booed up with a light skin, tall, light skin baller, I think is exactly mm -hmm. what um, he said. And so I understand that if he heard this from a friend, I would probably be a little suspicious too. Fine if you want to go and confront her about it. But the way he did it, Susan, I was like, what just happened? He walked in and said, I'm really fine with it. But everybody else, the whole house is talking about it. You know, I'm okay. But, you know, you might want to address this. I was like, what? What was her take on that? Do you think this has anything to do with the fact that, if you recall from last week, we discussed he's never seen a reality show? So meaning like he didn't know how to approach it and didn't know people do that and like, that it often backfires or what do you I mean? don't know. I think, well, back to when he was talking about um, going on the date and he, like almost like him looking at Michelle to, 
see if they thought he thought they were a match, which like we said, of course, everyone's doing that. If you're not going to like Michelle, you shouldn't continue on the show. We just don't hear that conversation very often. It's just you, you think he signed up for this. He knew Michelle was going to be the bachelorette in the olden days, not that many years ago, guys signed up. They didn't know who the bachelorette was going to be, but now we do. So they may say, I came on for you. So I just thought his whole tone, his whole attitude was just a little bit off. You're not a Jamie fan. I am really not a Jamie fan, although I don't put it past the producers to have set this up. Maybe they said to him, you need to go talk to Michelle about this. Oh my gosh, this is a problem. Maybe. If they had a relationship, I could, and he doesn't know any better. He has never seen controversy in The Bachelor. I don't because, know if I buy that. Well, yes. But maybe. 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 So he doesn't know. So he goes and he says, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I don't know. But then he launches into about 20 different lies. I'm like, no, Jamie, we were starting we to really like you. We really liked him, even though I'm sure he's not 32. But that's I don't think he's story. 32 either. No, no chance. Um, but, yeah, I was really bummed that he did that. Because I understand if he wants to, like, address it with her. But you should own the fact that it's you and right. not be like, no, I'm fine and throw everybody else under the bus. So that was interesting. Right. And then it blows up onto this whole thing. She needed to take some time to process. I really appreciated that she came out and addressed it with everybody and was like, hey, this is what happened. You know, right. anytime somebody sees me with, you know, another person of color, then they assume it's a relationship. I was there with a white guy. Then nobody would even think twice about it, which I thought was really interesting. It is really surprising. interesting. I never thought of that. I yeah. never, but she's right. She's definitely right. And then she opened up the floor for questions and no one had a thing to say. I was really disappointed in them. I was surprised. Not a word. Yeah. But certain guys like Nate already said, I'm not focusing on anyone else. I'm just, you know, I'm not getting involved in that controversy. So I guess a lot, a lot of them thought that. Yeah, maybe they didn't care. Well, and, remember, and like two people aren't going to speak up and be like, right. right and then Rodney happen? said, um, wait, are there conversations going on that I've completely missed? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a, were a fair number of guys there who didn't know anything about this. Yeah. Even right. though uh, Jamie said to... Uh, Michelle, everyone's talking about it. Well, obviously it was not everyone. Right. He probably just talked to three people and then felt like it was everyone and just assumed everybody was having those same conversations. Right. Whatever it was, it was super disappointing. Although she, you know, they did say own up to it. I wouldn't have owned up to it either. I'm right there that. with you. If I was, you know, I think Jamie was like, holy crap, I'm not saying a word. Right, exactly. But she really, it was sort of said she questioned, she had a long talk with Tasha. She was questioning whether she should even be on the show. She had a million issues regarding that. Was my character being questioned? Yeah. I don't even know who to trust now. She was really upset. I know. I feel like that's what happens. Anytime, I, I, I feel like it's the same thing when they go through this kind of drama. People are like, I'm emotionally drained and they're questioning my character. And I don't know if it was, I mean, I guess it was that. Um, so they skipped the, they ended up skipping the cocktail party. Yeah. She canceled the cocktail party. So at the cocktail, at skipping the cocktail party, then we go straight to the roses. Yeah. Um, so everyone gets a rose except for Pardeep. Oh, I'm I sad Pardeep. about him. Bye-bye. Uh, PJ, Alec, and Daniel. And let me just say how cute Pardeep was when he left. He was very sweet, gave her a big hug and said, I hope you find what you're looking for. I loved him. I like him too. Um, but here's the thing. So yeah. big, big fire truck and little fire truck both left. Yes. Uh, fine. The funny thing was, Susan, that 
when these guys were saying goodbye, I didn't know who any of them were. I'm like, I don't even, I had to literally go and Google who left this week. Well, then there so was a guy named Alec that left. And if no you can idea. tell me anything about Alec, nope, I would appreciate not a thing, it. Not a thing. I do believe Alec did not do anything this week. I don't think they ever spoke to him. I don't think he went on either of the group dates. I, I don't, I don't, even, so know who, well, I don't even know who that guy was, but he's and gone. Done. Yep. So it was a good, I mean, I thought overall it was a good episode. I definitely um, have deeper feelings about certain people like Peter, who I'm not a fan of. Um, really like Nate and Joe um, even more than I did before. Um, still questioning Brandon and some of the others, but I'm excited to see what happens uh, next week. So before we wrap up, a couple of questions for you. So one is putting your mom hat on, which guy or moment would you be most proud of? And then which one would you be most embarrassed by if you were the mom of these guys? Well, I was very proud of Jamie, even though I have <laughs> after all that conflicting feelings about him. I thought that was amazing how he opened up to Michelle and how he had such a sad, sad childhood. And I can't even imagine the fear of being away and worried every day that your mom was going to commit suicide. Yeah, I agree. So, it's really scary. He's been through a ton. And to open up like that and sort of those words of wisdom that he provided. Exactly. Right? I thought that was great. I mean, we're sitting here saying, oh, he opened up to Michelle. That was so sweet. He opened up to the whole country. He did. It was yeah. really impressive, he even did. though I don't know what I think about him, but that was very, very uh, brave of him. I agree. And then who would you be most embarrassed of if it was your son? Well... I would be embarrassed if my kid couldn't do any of those math problems. <laughs> but uh, Peter could not. I would be distraught if he was my son. I know. You wonder what his parents are thinking about that. Like, are they proud? Or, oh, it was the editing. Or, oh, they don't understand him. What Or what didn't they like? You know, those parents who are like, my kid could do no wrong. And they're right. doing something horrible. And they're like, oh, look at how wonderful that was. You know what I mean? Like, are they those kind of parents? I don't know. I'd be curious to know. Hopefully they'd be, they are embarrassed as we would be. Um, all right. I'm so, just happy he's not my son. <laughs> too. I'm hoping we don't have to watch him anymore. Um, all right. So, top, But he did get a rose. He's going to be back. He did. Well, they had to, right? For the drama, don't you think? Yes. Let's see what kind of outfits he has for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Between him and Will. Oh, my God. It's like wet seal from the 80s or oh, 90s. For sure. That's what um, it is. All right. So let's think about your top cheesiest moment or moments well there's really no discussion the cheesiest moment of all was brandon when he was talking to michelle and he said quote uh remember i will remember every single part of you so i can go home and have a dream about you and wake up and realize my dream is really real oh first of all <laughs> i can't even repeat it without laughing i felt like i needed to take a shower after that <laughs> I, well, I love that she called him out. She was like, by the way, I agree with you as that's the cheesiest moment, hands down. She calls him out. She's like, that was terrible. But then she seemed really smitten and like was kissing him anyway. But then as soon as she called him out and he was going in for the kiss, he's like, and I love your smile. I'm like, she just told you you're being cheesy and here you are being cheesy again. I don't get it. He's very gushy. He's crazy about her. I know. And she forgave him for his bad spelling and his bad math and whatever he had going. She was looking, she thought he was a good kisser. She did. Yeah. She definitely sees something in him. It's going to be interesting to watch their 
relationship evolve. But maybe this goes back to the comments that she was making about, wow, this one's not a complainer. And wow, this one's coaching me. So maybe she's sort of the caretaker in her relationships. I'd be curious to see a little bit more. Well, I definitely see her, her as the older sister in that relationship. I, can't, I like him. I think we differ on that. I do like him. I thought he had a cute personality. He came in. He said, I know what you want to talk to me about. I can't spell. And he was cute. He owned it. I'm not saying I don't like him as a person. But I don't I see he's them. Lovely, but don't I, see them together. Ugh, no. <laughs> so anyway, well, we have lots to look forward to in the upcoming seasons. And I saw in the preview, they used the words authentic and genuine again. What a surprise. Um, so as always, fun talking all of this over with you. And will you so accept fun. my rose and we'll be back for week three. Will do. Have a good week, everyone. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.